Thank you for joining us here for the OU's Global Tehillim and Physic Daily Call. On behalf of the Orthodox Union, this is Naftali Herman. The Daily Call began nearly four years ago as a response to the COVID pandemic and has since evolved to serve as a daily pause to our day as an opportunity to convene together from around the world to daven, to pray for the various needs of Am Yisrael. A welcome. We have new callers coming in daily. We're greatly appreciative of everyone to saw, see on the screen in front of me nearly every state across America, as well as callers from around the world. So we're so appreciative of you joining us for today's program and for making it a part of your day on Yom Shlishi, the second day of the month of Cheshvan. Collectively, with a broken heart, we continue to gather here on this call under the most difficult of circumstances. And as we've been sharing here, that for the Jewish people, there is nothing that gives expression to our broken hearts, to our philos, to our prayers for salvation, for hope, as much as the potent and timeless words of Tehillim. We gather today for a few minutes in the middle of the busy workday for those here on the East Coast. To hear some words of Divri Chizik and to, re- to recite Tehillim together for our brothers and sisters in Israel. On behalf of the OU, it is my esteemed honor to welcome to the Daily Call and introduce Rabbi Moshe Lichtenstein, Rosh Yeshiva of Yeshiva Taras Sion in Alon Shvut, to share the Rechizek. This will be followed by my dear friend and colleague, Rabbi Phil Karish, who is the Executive Director of the OU Department of Community Projects and Partnerships, fully reciting the following five chapters of Tehillim, Tarek Chaf, Chaf Gimel, Pei Gimel, Kuf Chaf Aleph, and Kuf Lamed. These are chapters 20, 23, 83, 121, and 130. It will be followed by Achenu, the Mishaberach of Sahal, special tefillah, the special prayer for our brave soldiers and their families, the Mishaberach L'Shvim, for those who are held captive. And we will conclude with the Mishaberach L'Cholim, for those who are injured and are suffering. And there will be an opportunity insert names when Rabbi Karish pauses. For those who do not receive the daily Tehillim email, or if you know of others who would like to receive it, you can do so and sign up at ou.org forward slash Tehillim email. I'm sorry, ou.org forward slash Tehillim call. Again, ou.org forward slash Tehillim call. Just a little background. We have a Chavra who have been calling in for years during COVID who are part of our program who receive the daily email. However, um, in times of crisis like this, the OU will send these emails out to what we call it the OUR big list. Basically goes out to everyone in the OU system. Um, While we hope things will be resolved soon in a peaceful way in Israel um, for the hostages and Hashem watches over all the soldiers and everyone in Israel. Um, For the time being, the email will continue to go out to our big list. However, if you would continue, if you would like to continue to receive the daily email going forward, you will need to sign up at ou.org forward slash Tehillim call for the future. Bechavod, with great honor, Rav Lichtenstein. Thank you very much, and uh, it's heartwarming to come together and to feel the connection of Jews all over the world, uh, and we feel that we're one people. And uh, I must say, it, 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 it's quite a good feeling. Um, we said yesterday on the, on the davening of Rosh Chodesh 
that the coming man should be a man of salvation and of comfort. And uh, I think we need both. What we, what's happened to us over the past 10 days has been both a tragedy and we're also going to war. Sometimes there are tragedies, which are tragedies, but you don't go to war. Sometimes you go to war without having a preceding tragedy. Over here, there's been a dual event. We've both gone to, uh, we both have suffered tremendous tragedy in terms of the scope, the ferocity, the danger, the, the viciousness, uh, it's heart-wrenching. Uh, yet, uh, we also have to cope now with a, uh, with the war in its aftermath. Uh, this causes, uh, an emotional and spiritual challenge to somehow to be able to maintain a split screen. When you come to talk about Michum Avilim, find solace and comfort from mourners, you try to be as gentle and as, uh, as you let down your guard. You, you express yourself emotionally. You try to be as gentle as possible. When you go to war, you have a certain, uh, any certain resolve, uh, certain hardening of, uh, the personality to, to allow you to engage in war. And there is a built-in tension between this dual need, and we need both of them urgently. First, I believe that it's possible that we should do every effort to try to somehow balance these two emotions, to express ourselves in the chum avilim, comforting the mourners, uh, providing them with the empathy and the sympathy, uh, and the amount of suffering and tragedy is immense. just uh, anecdotally, I, I went yesterday to three different Michum Avelins, to three different mourners' homes. Within four hours, all people who lost children. Uh, it's, uh, and uh, this, of course, is uh, repeating itself throughout the country and many, many different circles. Uh, I believe that we have, the, we do have, uh, I think, the inner emotional strength to be able to come and be with the mourners, to, to experience the tragedy, to experience the loss. Yeah, nevertheless, to be resilient and to um, and to have a resolve to fight evil and to ensure that uh, such a tragedy never happens again. If you have to choose one of the two, so obviously you first uh, go to war and then you uh, subsequently mourn. But I believe we can and should do both, and we have to divide, devote our attention to both of these needs. Uh, and there really is a need for... Um, just experiencing the loss. I think a fair amount of the country has yet to properly experience the loss, has yet to really internalize it. And, of course, mourning is a process, and we have to go through this process as a people uh, side by side with uh, facing our enemies. And there are um, many grave dangers down the road, which unfortunately seem to be facing us. And uh, because Rochel should watch over all the soldiers and all the chayalim, uh, but obviously they're in great danger. Every family here is uh, a deep concern. Chazal talked about Adinoch Etzanim. He's one of David Hamelech's heroes. That's his name. And uh, homiletically, Chazal explained Adinoch Etzanim Kishyashev Beit Hamidrash Adin when he sits in the Beit Midrash, he's as gentle as a silkworm, 
And when he goes to battle, he's as hard as a piece of uh, strong lumber. And uh, I think we, we have the end resolve. Israel is a very is a country with tremendous resolve. It's gone through a lot. And uh, we have the ability to be adinohet sanit, to be both gentle and mourning, and also to be strong, resilient, with, with much resolve. Uh, the, uh, I, together with this, I would like to make the following uh, comments, or whatever you call them. Um, number one. One of the main zechuyot, the main merits that Kodesh Baruch Hu, uh, his time and time again observed in Am Yisrael from the beginning of Zionism to this very day is the Sirut Nefesh. Self-sacrifice in the name of the greater good for, for, for Am Yisrael, for the Kadosh Baruch Hu, and this quality of self-sacrifice and Sirut Nefesh was amazingly displayed on Asimchus Torah. So many people went down south and threw themselves into a battle that they, no one asked them to go to. They were they simply volunteered and rushed to the scene without uh, being called upon or, or being drafted. It was too much of a balagan, too much confusion. They wanted to be drafted. They simply went to the scene and uh, put their lives in danger. Many of them, uh, unfortunately, also pay with their lives. Uh, this tremendous merit, I think, is uh, it's, not, it's both... An, Inspiration, but also a tremendous merit that the Kosh Baruch Hu will now provide us with the support and the assistance uh, that, um, that we all need in, in these difficult times. And uh, the stories that, that are being told over here, and I'm sure you're exposed to also overseas, and that you hear in some ways, you know, firsthand when you go to Beit Avel, are uh, inspiring. They, they make your person feel so little next to these 22 or 25-year-olds who uh, normally wouldn't even give them second thought to who they are, and you discover the tremendous heroes and Tzadikimu uh, Kedoshim, holy and righteous to a degree that's hard to imagine even. Now, to, uh, to move on to, I think, the main point, I was asked to say something very chizuk. To, you know, to reinforce, uh, to strengthen people's uh, morale or, or their spirits. Uh, to do that, I think one has to first of all recognize what transpired. And what transpired a week and a half ago is what I can only call Hester Panim. Hester Panim is when God conceals himself, when he looks the other way when he suspends his providence, when he's not interested in looking after Am Yisrael. The Torah describes in some scary passages at the end of the Torah, in the, in the final chapters of, of Sefer Dvarim, uh, it describes how if Am Yisrael, at a certain point in history, Am Yisrael may, right, the, the, God, the God Am Yisrael relationship may be one in which he will decide to conceal himself. To, to hide, uh, to hide his face, so to speak, from uh, from Israel. That is my feeling. I think in the past eighty years, we've never experienced such a day in which there's been so much asterpanim, so much because Baruch was simply looking the other way and suspending his providence over us. Uh, if you want to know what asterpanim looks like. It's more or less what we experienced a week and a half ago. Uh, not since uh, eighty years ago have we. It's such uh, a divine turning away, turning his back upon us, uh, so to speak. Uh, 
And uh, I think we have to recognize that. The, the Torah tells us when you undergo such an experience, and I'll, I'll quote briefly and then translate it, when such an event transpires and you experience, because Baruch is simply looking the other way, you have to pay attention, and then return to Kosh Baruch You have to reinforce the connection of the Jewish people to the Kadosh Baruch Hu. How is this reinforced? I believe uh, on two levels. First, as I said before, the very response, the Mesirut Nefesh, that in and of itself, that itself is a merit that reinforces the connection. Because when when these experiences become part of our national uh, collective identity, when these individuals basically give all of us the zchut, the privilege uh, of belonging to the same people, they act in our names, uh, that provides us a tremendous merit. The suffering itself, because Baruch is a merciful father, because Baruch sees the suffering that we are undergoing, he has rachmanus upon us. Time and time, this is told, most prominently, uh, this is a point I heard from the Rav uh, years ago, at the end of the second chapter in Sefer Shemot, when the Torah describes how the bondage in Egypt and the suffering and, and, and the affliction that the Egyptians are inflicting upon Am Yisrael is so great that they scream out, they, they scream from pain, and their cries and, and their screams just rise to the heavens. And Kosh has mercy upon them, not because they've done shuva, not because they've repented, not because they, they've become better, simply the suffering itself. He is our father in heaven. He's our parent. And the suffering itself makes him want to intervene, makes him descend from the heaven, so to speak, and to engage in this world. The whole point of the Sneh, the burning bush, makes this exact point. That God says, I hear, I hear the pain and the suffering, but I read I come down to rescue Am Yisrael and to deliver them from the, the suffering of the, of the Egyptians. And I believe the suffering and the tragedy, which has been horrendous uh, that we've uh, all experienced here, is, uh, will cause Kosh Baruch to come and intervene and rescue us. And of course, uh, I think something else has to, which is, if Kosh Baruch Hu turned away from us, we have to come closer to him through davening, through Torah, through simply feeling, uh, I can say from my experience as a soldier 40 years ago in the Lebanon War, soldiers feel Kosh Baruch Hu's close. The Torah says, Kosh Baruch Hu walks in your camp. He simply, you can feel how he animates the, the camp, how he's close to the soldiers, how he dwells amongst us when we are in a sense of trust and confidence in Kosh Baruch is very strong. And those of us who are not at war, those of us who are in, on the home front, have to do the best to reinforce our connection with the Kosh Baruch Hu, through davening, through Tamil Torah. The Ramban, Nachmanides, famously stated, that is a special mitzvah to pray in times of distress. But he adds, and this is not always noticed, 
that is also a mitzvah to learn Torah in times of distress. I'll conclude with, uh, with the following point. The Torah tells us how Yaakov goes to confront Esau. Yaakov was in tremendous fear, as we all remember from the story of the confrontation, when Yaakov returns back home after spending 22 years by Lavan. He goes to meet Esav, and he sends him this gift, uh, and he gets prepared to engage him. Chazal tell us, when you go to war, you need three things. Doron, Tfilah, and Milchama. You have to be military ready, and that we are doing here, the, the Israeli army, the soldiers, Tzahal, uh, is preparing for war. That's milchama. You need tefillah, that's davening, that each and every one of us should be doing. You also need doron. Doron means literally, means a gift, it really means diplomacy. And here I think American Jews uh, and all Jews overseas have a special role. Israeli Jews are preparing to go to war. That's milchama. American Jews have a lot to contribute in Doron. The diplomacy and so far the diplomatic support of the United States and other nations has been crucial. It's been crucial in preventing a second front, so far at least, up north. It's been crucial in, in deterrence towards Lebanon and Iran and, and, and Hezbollah and Hashem. Um, and and the more, whatever American Jews can do to continue supporting such a line, to, su- to support the American diplomatic um, current uh, direction, is part of the particip- participating in, um, in, in the battle that we are facing. May the Kaddish Baruch Hu give us all the strength, the resolve, the siyat al-shmai, the divine assistance, to be able to confront the danger, that there should be as little as possible casualties, chaz uh, shalom that we shouldn't bog down chaz shalom in, uh, in, in a mess in Azo in Lebanon, and of course Baruch Hu should really allow each and every chayal and every soldier to return home safe and sound as soon as possible, and we should all have uh, calm and quiet, and we should have our lives to Torah and davening and do with chesed, and we should have such calls on more mundane times with uh, just to discuss various uh, spiritual topics. Thank you very much. Please continue to daven. Please continue to learn. Please continue to give tzedakah and to do whatever possible to support Eretz Yisrael and Am Yisrael. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Rev. Lipstein. We truly appreciate you taking the time to be with us. I'm going to now call upon um, Rabbi Karish to please lead us on the five chapters of Tehillim, as well as the Mishabirach. One note I'll just make briefly is that tomorrow, we'll share more at the end of the call, but tomorrow on the call, we will have Rabbi Dr. T. Hirsch Weinreb, and on Thursday, we will have Rabbi Beryl Wine. The Chavod, Rabbi Karish. Thank you very much, Rabbi Naftali. Uh, I appreciate your leadership and the hard work that goes into running this for years on end, and especially in a time of crisis for Klal Yisrael. Uh, we will be reading now uh, the chapters of Tehillim. We're going to start with uh, Perak Kuf with chapter 20. Lam natseach mizmor ledavid Yancho Adonoi biyom tara Yisagev chashem Elohei Yaakov Yishlach ezrecho mikodesh Umitzion yisadeka Yisor, kominchosecha, 
Yevoshu v'yibahalu adei ad v'yachteru v'yovedu v'yedu ki ato shimcho Adonai levadecha el yon al kol ha'aret. We'll now read Perak Kuf Chaf Aleph, chapter 121. Shir l'ma'alos esoinai el heharim. Me'ayin yavo ezri, ezri me'im Adonai, osei shamayim va'oret. Al yitein l'amod raglecha, al yanum shomerecha. Hinei lo yanum velo yishan shomer Yisrael. Adonai Shomrecha, Adonai Tzilecha, Al Yad Yiminecha. Yomam HaShemesh Lo Yakeka, V'yareach V'aloylam, Adonai Yishmorcha Mikorach, Yishmor Es Nafshecha. Adonai Yishmor, Seisachau Boecha, Me'atav Yadolam. Our last parak of Tehillim for today, Perak Kuflamid, chapter 130. Shir Ha'ma'alos, Adonai. Ki <laughs> Silivaro hochalti. Nashila donoi mi shomerim la boker. Shomerim la boker. Yachel Yisrael el adonoi. Ki im adonoi hachesed. Beharbe imo fedus. Behu yibdes Yisrael. Amen. We will now make a Mishabera for the Israeli Defense Force, the armed forces who are protecting our homeland. Mishabera Chavoseinu Abraham Yitzhak V'yakov U'yivarech Eschayalei Tzivah HaHaganol Yisrael V'anshei Kochot HaBitachon HaOmdim Al-Mishmar HaSenu V'arei Eloheinu Migabul HaLevanon V'ad Midbar Mitzrayim Min Hayom Ad-Gadol Al-Levoh HaRava V'chol Makom Shehem V'yabasha B'Avir U'vayom Nikol 
we will now make a Mishabera for all of those who are unfortunately being held in captivity. Mishabera Chavoseinu, Abraham Yitzhak Yaakov, Yosef Moshe Ba'aron David Ushlamo, Uyivarech V'yishmor, V'yinsor Es Nederei Tzvagan Al Yisrael Ushvuyov, Yitzchol Acheinu Hanesunin B'tzara Uvshivya, Ba'avur Shekol HaKohol HaKadosh Hazem Yispadolim Ba'avuram, HaKadosh Baruchuyim Alei Rachamim Aleihem, Yosiyem Mechoshech, V'tzal Moves, Umosro Seyem Yenatek, Umimitzukoseyem Yoshiyem V'yishivem Mehera, V'cheik Mishpachoseyem, we will now say in Mishabera Sucholim, I'll pause for an opportunity for you to insert all of the names of those who are in need of a Rafua Shalema of the healing of body and of soul. Mishaberach avoseinu, Avram Yitzhak v'yakov, Moshe v'aharon, David v'shlamo, v'yivarech v'yirapeh et ha'cholim. V'avur shanu mispalim v'avuram, v'yitzchazeh ha'kadosh v'rachu, y'malei rachamim aleihem, v'hachalimam ul'raposam, ul'hachazikam, ul'hachayosam, Amen. Thank you so much, Rabbi Karish. And again, I want to thank the Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Luchenstein, for joining us as well. To see how you can be further involved and supportive of the continuous and unfolding situation in Israel, please visit OU.org for more information. And again, to sign up to continue to receive the daily Tehillim emails, you can do so at OU.org forward slash Tehillim call. For us here at the daily Tehillim call, please join us for our next scheduled program tomorrow on Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern as we pause each day at this time to share a moment of tefillah, of prayer together, to share tomorrow we will have on Rabbi Dr. Tzihirsh Weinreb, and as Hashem, please God, on Thursday we will have on Rabbi Daryl Wine. Wishing Nechama, comfort, chizik, strength, and hope to all of Klal Yisrael around the world.